When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network. I'm your host, G Stryker, and I'd like to give a moment to talk about Damar Hamlin, obviously, the former Pitt Panther, uh, teammate of Kenny Pickett, current Buffalo Bill, uh, who fell on the field last night in something that none of us have ever experienced really as football fans, seeing this type of uh, thing on an NFL field. Um, so impactful, in fact, that they canceled the game. So the only facts that we know, and I, I don't like getting into trying to figure stuff out, but when something's this this important, but the facts are... Um, his heart rate stopped on the field. They gave him CPR on the field, got his heart rate back going again. Um, he was taken to the hospital along with his mother. Um, once he was in the hospital, uh, I know that he's still in critical condition. I believe he's intubated, which means he has a breathing tube and he is being kept unconscious. So he is. So the, the only facts that we know is number one, he's not breathing on his own yet. Um, hopefully that changes. I know all of the football nation, uh, in this in, in this world, this planet too, are, are praying for him and his family. Such kind words and outpouring for his uh, charity as well, which only had a couple thousand hits up until last night. Now it's up over three million and climbing. So big kudos to you, Steeler Nation, for being a part of that because he's a local boy. He's a Pittsburgh guy. So this is your show, guys. You know, I got to get the heavy stuff out of the way first. My heart goes out to him. I want him back. I want him healthy. Is he going to play football ever again? Who cares? Um, I, I think it's really impactful, though, and something that we need to talk about, at least for him as a player. He started in his second season being a sixth-round draft pick on a good team like the Buffalo Bills. So the guy wasn't just a, a load. He was actually contributing to the team. 91 tackles this year already. Six TFLs, one and a half sacks, three quarterbacks, hits, and a fumble recovery. The guy can play. So, like I said, my heart goes out to him. I know I extend that for all of you guys here on the show as well because this is all something that we we have never experienced before. We don't know if the uh, when the game is going to be played. I do have word uh, at least that the NFL said we're not going to play it this week. I think we're going to see how the game shake out this week to see if we have to play that Buffalo Bills Cincinnati game and maybe postpone everything a week. So that's the smart way to do it. Let's just wait and see and see if we have to play it. If not, maybe they only play one less game this year. So we'll see it. Najee in beast mode. Yes, he is. Matt definitely is. That was a great game out of Najee. Um, Yellow helmet on my right. Your left is dope. Thank you. That was one of the Steelers' original helmet when they first experimented with the logos uh, in the late 60s, I think. Sometime in the 60s. That was their original helmet. This was the original helmet they played with 
was the uh, just the, the 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 leather helmet, the yellow leather helmets back when they were, you know, the pirates and playing through with the early Steelers. Then they got the numbered helmets that were just all yellow with a number on the side. This is a John Henry Johnson uh, signed helmet. Great Hall of Fame running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We seem to collect them. And then, of course, then that helmet. And then the one farther than that is the normal helmet uh, from up through the 80s and, and uh, into the 90s before they started getting to the wild helmets now that are more concussive, helping out with the concussions. And shouldn't take for one month. Yeah, I don't I don't get into the vaccine talk because there's no there's no evidence to it, guys. I only deal with facts. Uh, I don't speculate. Uh, let's go pit about to make the playoffs. That's it. We got a chance guys. Um, yeah. And it's time to be talking about the Steelers as well. Once I get to your questions, we'll be talking about the game. I actually went to the game, um, that too. Want to see if he's good and that he's well. Yeah. Me too, Manuti. Me too, man. Good to hear from you again. How's it going in Brazil today? My friend, always good to hear from you. Just came to see what, Go to that, or if he will, yes, yes, if he's going to return. Prayers up. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. Got my cat back in my lap here. Uh, Lexi's giving me some uh, some good cuddles. Oh, Pele as well. Yes. Oh, my gosh. My heart goes out to you and your country, uh, Minuti. Yeah, Pele funeral was um, notice on USA, too. Yes, they've been talking about it here in the U.S., um, I was on there yesterday, saw a lot of international media. The world is talking about, yeah, Pele was just, he really brought uh, the excitement of international soccer to America. Like we really didn't even pay attention to international soccer at all until Pele played international soccer. And then he was a household name in our country as well. So he's a name I knew growing up and, you know, I, I didn't watch any international soccer, but I knew who the name Pele was. Uh, and then I got a little older and then I knew, where he played for, of course, bringing the excellent Brazilian uh, forward. Uh, prayers to his family. Thank you very much, Don. I appreciate that as well. Everybody should be on the bye this week. That That's an option. Absolutely an option. Uh, guys here too, I'm not, don't mean to, 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 to uh, stay off my team, but Michael Hall, I know you're always bringing the energy. Thanks for picking me up, man. We are live. Go striker. Woo. Here we go. Late as usual. Yeah, me. <laughs> Thanks, Cooley. Rubbing it in, Robert. <laughs> Miles Pressgraves, I can't believe that happened to DeMar. Prayers for his family, the Bills, and DeMar's family, definitely. Uh, prayers for Mr. DeMar Hamlin. Hope he is okay. Sucks to see that happen. Definitely is. Robert, We will Will Miles Garrett ever realize that the Steelers just don't care about the stains? I think Miles Garrett, the reason why the league never has considered him a, a front-running defensive player of the year candidate is because outside of that first tie that we had opening week, I think back with his rookie or second year, uh, I think that was the last time he had an impact in a Steeler game other than hitting our backup quarterback with his own helmet. That's like, like really the only impact that I can remember. I remember him having an excellent game in the opening day tie that one game. Uh, but since then, I'll tell you one thing more. Might not be the best left tackle in football, but for some reason he plays like an all pro against Miles Garrett. He's got Miles Garrett's number, and I'm happy to watch that again this week. Keep that up more. Want to see you take care of Miles Garrett. Uh, 
Press Graves. But thankfully, he was able to be resuscitated. Is now in critical condition. Yeah, we're waiting to hear if he's going to be breathing on his own, being awake, being conscious. That's the next steps that we're all praying for right now. Uh, chow, chow, dad. Scary event for Hamlin. Hamlin. Hope he's okay. He's young, and they restarted his heart quickly, so there's hope. Yes, that is a big, big plus. Having all of that resuscitative um, equipment on the field, on an actual ambulance, and that is important because everything life-saving was there on the field. So hopefully he can pull through this because, unfortunately, it takes the, the life of so many young athletes. Guys, we hear about this a lot. Usually it happens in the preseason to young football players that take a hit either in basketball or in football, and they get that same heart condition with that impact, stops their heart. And if they don't get it restarted, they will die on the field. So I am glad that, like I said, NFL does everything right. So does college sports. They have the resuscitative equipment there on site, just in case something like this happens. We're, but we're hoping for him, obviously, to get on site. Prayers from Deborah as well. Thank you, Deborah. Appreciate that. Robert, I thought I saw it was over 4.7. It has to be now because I'm going off of last night's numbers, Robert. Thank you for correcting me. 4.7 million now raised for Hamlin's charity. Awesome, awesome stuff. Miles, and shame on Skip Bayless for what he said over Twitter. This is people's lives. They are human. They should be treated with compassion and respect. Skip's just tr still trying to figure out how to be a nice guy and have people like him. I don't think his intent was to be a jerk, uh, but I understand he rubs people the wrong way. I understand that. Robert, Heidi Ho, striker, Michael Hall's optimism is looking like it has a chance if Steelers win their biggest game of the year. Exactly. Actually, last week was the biggest game of the year. In my opinion, we got to beat the Ravens. But now since we've lost already once to the Browns, we've got to beat the Browns once this year too. Michael Hall, I went cold when he collapsed. We all held our breath, all of us. Like my wife and I love football. We love sitting down, watching a Monday night game, just relaxing, daughters in bed. We're sitting there to watch and enjoy a game, and then that happens. And we, I mean, geez, because it, it's a big game. Buffalo versus Cincinnati, both are playing to win their division. Both are playing for one or two seeds in the AFC, depending on how things shake out. So this was a really, really impactful game. So, and to have this happen during it was just, it blindsided all of us guys. I know a lot of us Steeler nations watching that game too, rooting against the Bengals. Cause we know a, a Buffalo team that wins was playing for the one seed, which means they have to play hard against new England next week. And that helps us get in the playoffs. We'll talk about that a little bit later too. Oh, Robert. Um, well, Miles Garrett ever realized the Steelers just don't care. Oh, we did talk about that. I'm sorry. We did talk about that. Uh, Robert, Miles, yes, I agree with you. Skip, Skip Bayless is usually lame. Uh, Michael Hall, did you see Najee carry Kenny for the first down? That was awesome. Whoa. Cat got it. <laughs> Cat knocked off my light. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Little technical difficulties in the Steeler Nation den right now. <laughs> Get all the live fun stuff <laughs> while we're going live. <laughs> but yes, that pickup when he picked up Kenny from behind and lifted him, but he wasn't going forward. He's like, got to go this way, Kenny. <laughs> that was an awesome moment. It was a moment that I, I was at the game. So um, I worked the, uh, the Washington commanders game. Cause we run the, the Pepsi um, uh, fan zone down there in the red zone lot for tailgaters. And then we also had an activation going on inside the game. We got tickets to the game too. 
So I had some friends and family. We watched the game in the upper level um, and enjoyed our time there. I was hoping to see the Browns lose. Unfortunately, they kicked the crap out of Washington, but got tickets that when I was driving home, I heard somebody was giving away tickets for the Baltimore game, got home, changed into my suit, got to the Baltimore game. If you guys got on my Twitter, you'll see the pictures up on Twitter of me and my suit. I think either did Twitter or Instagram. I can't remember which one I did, but I'm the same on all of them. SN striker with a Y, but game was amazing. It was like, honestly, Ravens fans are the biggest front running fans in football. Absolutely front runners. They do not know how to cheer when they don't have the lead. And man, this team was so used to getting their asses kicked in the fourth quarter without Lamar this season. They expected it. When it happened, that entire crowd went silent. And they knew they didn't have a chance on offense to go any amount of yardage with a quarterback that can't throw. He didn't have to throw downfield all game except for <laughs> the only person that was ever open that game, which is Anderson, which we're like, double team Anderson, let everybody else be one-on-one. -on -one. For gosh sakes, bracket that beast. But unfortunately, he got 100 yards. But outside of that, I think we bracketed him well down the stretch, got the big win with that big interception with the collision with Fitz. I forgot who collided with him at that interception point, but both of them had a shot at it. Uh, but I'm glad that that was, that's the most fun way to celebrate the end of a game is for the defense to get a turnover when they're trying to force the ball down the field against that excellent hundred million dollar defense that everybody likes to conveniently bring up every time they do something bad. I will bring it up every time they do something good to balance it out because <laughs> that's just the way it is, guys. Oh, man. Go Steelers, baby. Heck yeah, foot, foots. Glad to hear that. We got the cheers coming back in. Um, Steelers family from Bakersfield, California. Welcome. Welcome, Bakersfield. Bringing that nice weather. We had 60-degree weather in Baltimore for the game. Sunday night. So I was wearing, I, I brought my coat because it did drop down a little bit into like the uh i think it got to the like the high 40s by the time the game was over so it was nice to have that extra warmth there just in case when it when it dropped down a little bit uh but happy to have california weather in the baltimore area as much as i can steelers future looks bright with kenny pickett that's something i'd like to talk about here too um uh elos uh so Kenny Pickett, all the things that I wanted to see out of Kenny Pickett this season, we talked about it a little bit last week on the show. Um, you know, number one, can he command the offense? Uh, can he improve every week? Check and check. Could he cut down on turnovers? Now he doesn't even know what a turnover is. Since the bye week, I think he's thrown one interception. Uh, has not fumbled the ball this year. Everybody's worried about hand size. Kenny, two hands. Kenny effing Pickett, as quoted by our coach. Kenny effing Pickett, man. Can he win a game? I asked that before the Raiders game. Can he give us a game-winning drive? Striker, he gave us two back-to-back game-winning drives. Now, why am I still holding back a little bit on this? I'm going to bring this up, and I'm going to offend most of you. 
because I'm watching Kenny Pickett play. And he reminds me of another quarterback that I watched all of his games when he was a starter in Denver. Loved that season. Kenny Pickett looks a lot like Tim Tebow. I know you're not going to like to hear that, but that's what Tim Tebow did in his games. He was a commanding leader with a slow offense, excellent defense that kept him in the game. And he made sure on the last drive of those games that they would win those games. That is what Tim Tebow did. And we got to see it firsthand in the playoffs when they saw us and he ended up beating us in overtime. I wasn't surprised because I saw it all season. A lot of you guys are still killing yourselves about that game. I don't lose a wink of sleep because I saw him play. And that year he was on fire. His team believed in him. His team rallied behind that. And I'm seeing that out of Kenny Pickett as well. The team is rallying around him. The team is fired up with him. The only difference between Kenny Pickett, Tim Tebow, other than Kenny Pickett throws a better deep ball, throws more consistent pass, more accurate passer. Other than that, Tim Tebow has had multiple touchdown games throwing. Three of them. Three two-touchdown games in that year. I'm still waiting for Kenny Pickett to have his first multiple touchdown game throwing the football. I want to see him be a three, four touchdown throws in a game so teams have to start scheming against him as a passer. But I'll tell you one thing I loved watching Kenny Pickett. And one thing that separates Kenny Pickett in this past game that I have not seen consistently enough from the season, another step of evolution in Kenny Pickett's tool belt of what he's doing this year. The way he was moving around in the backfield to just let the play develop, buy a little bit of time, spit off of somebody, get around that guy. Kenny Pickett looked like a young Ben Roethlisberger back there. Honestly, Ben Ben would just stand there and like knock people. Oh, you're not tackling me. (laughs) Yeah, I love that Ben in his rookie years too. But Kenny dragging those plays along, hitting Najee down the sideline for that touchdown. And that's a play he's tried to connect with Najee on before that has not had the success. That time it was Moneyball. Absolute Moneyball play. And I loved it. And if a a player and a quarterback can make those kind of plays, that gets me optimistic for his future as a franchise quarterback. I want winners. I don't have to worry about this guy. Like sometimes we have these flash in a pan quarterbacks. They might have a good season, their rookie year or sophomore year, but they don't have things like accuracy or deep ball strength. Like Kenny Pickett can deliver the ball anywhere. I think one of the hardest balls to throw And the NFL is the one we, the only route we throw pretty much is that sideline out. That sideline out is usually like a pick sixer if you don't have the arm strength. We have like Trubisky had the arm strength to throw it, and Kenny has the arm strength to throw it. And it is a bailout play. It's a play that gets us first downs. Deontay Johnson catches a ton of them um, right there at those sticks. Hit Warren at the sticks on the out. Uh, Like those types of things, like that ball to me is one of the hardest balls to throw in football. And he does it as good as anybody I've seen. So we've got a lot of building blocks for him. And I'm sorry about the Tebow impressions, but that's the way I'm getting some shades of Tebow. Shades of Tebow. But let's see what he does moving forward. Ciao, ciao, dad. This offense is stacking bricks for the future. 
Lots to be excited about. Definitely. Najee finally looking like we expect him to on the field. Kerry and Kenny and all. Michael Hall. That's a great take there, Robert. Love it. Michael, he played possessed. <laughs> Just like uh, Pittsburgh dad said, <laughs> what is that? The power of cower compels you. Love Pittsburgh dad, man. He is actually a, a Pittsburgh treasure. Just like he and Mr. Rogers, man. Love it. Chloe, I hope he is okay. We all do. Our hearts and minds are with the Hamlin family, obviously. Uh, Holly, welcome to the show. Hello from Bethel Park. We are all praying for DeMar Hanlon. Uh, God bless him. It was great seeing so many, so many in unity at the field and across our country praying for our Lord Jesus Christ, who has been waiting and wanting people here to seek him. Damar is a local boy, McKee's Rocks, PA. I'm from Sheridan. God bless Damar. Um, he is doing amazing things for children. His charity is making millions now up to 4.6, I'm told. Um, for those that are let for kids that are less fortunate, keep the prayers going, folks. God is here for us. I also thought, awesome, awesome take, Holly. Thank you so much for sharing your emotion and your love. We appreciate that. Robert, Steelers kind of in a three-way tie with Patriots. And who else isn't even a 7-9 team anymore? Still in the hunt, sniffing, both lame wording. Uh, it's Patriots and Jets and Miami. Those are all the teams still in the hunt. Miami still has a slot. All they have to do is figure out a way to win, and they're in. Miami's the number one. Then we need um, Buffalo. Has to beat the Patriots. We have to beat Cleveland and, well, that's it. The Jets have to beat Miami. So that's all in the same game. So the Jets and Miami game, that determination is the one game. So we have three games to worry about. Ours, Buffalo beating New England and Jets beating Miami. That gets the Steelers into the playoffs. And that is possible. All of those out, out like last week, I thought we had a worse chance. But I think because um, the Jets should be favored playing Miami this week, Buffalo will definitely be favored playing New England. And, and it, even if the Jets aren't favored, it's going to be close. It's still going to be almost a pick em. Uh Steelers, I saw, were like under three. So I don't know why we'd be under three at home against uh, the Browns, the way we've been working and, and winning these games these past weeks. But we are. We don't have our complete home field advantage yet. We'll have to see. Ciao, ciao, dad. Najee starting those little stutter steps into a burst. Saw it twice on the game. Reminded me a little of Bell. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, he's got more power and it has that, that stiff arm, man. He's got one of the best stiff arms I've ever seen. And he jumps over everybody. <laughs> Robert, the only Steelers jersey I had bought in a long time was Najee. Blackout uni with block numbers. I got right away when we drafted Mr. Harris. That's awesome. I was almost hoping he'd wear 32. I really, I wanted to keep my my old Franco jersey and wear it as a Najee jersey because I think that guy is just as special. Really, I do. Miles, Stryker, can I get a good luck for tomorrow? I'm taking the National Registry test to be a licensed EMT. Great job. That's awesome, Miles. Dude, big, big, big accomplishment. Good luck to you, my friend. I know you're going to rock that test. You're going to absolutely kill it because you're a smart dude, man. Not just because you like the Steelers. Because <laughs> you like the show. <laughs> Michael Hall, justice for Cam. BS called for unnecessary roughness. He was pulled down. That was right where I was sitting. I was lower bowl, uh, 12 rows back, right in the end zone. And I saw his jersey go like this and then him get drugged down with his arms out. And he got called on it. 
and I was screaming at the refs on the field. He got pulled down by his jersey. I was screaming it. Refs didn't see it that way. Worst call ever. And that's, you never call, like, yeah, if you fall in a pile late, yes, always call personal foul. That's a guy that was already on the pile, was trying to get up, fell back on the pile. That should never be called. If you punch a guy, you hit a guy, elbow him on the way down, knee to his groin, whatever. None of that happened. There's a guy trying to avoid falling down who got pulled down. Absolutely atrocious. That call was atrocious. And we would have killed that team by more. Because they would have been, we would have had to kick their field goal. Robert, Miles, good luck next year on, on the EMT. Awesome. Awesome love for that. Can Naji and Warren repeat that pounding they gave the Rappers against, against the Stains? Guys, Cooley, that was it. That was it. I mean, what happened the last time we saw the, the, uh, the, the Ravens guys? What happened? We got our asses handed to us. Absolutely handed to us. Both lines of scrimmage. They ran for like 300 yards. We were under 100. Harbaugh said in his press conference, they flipped the script. We were all planning for the same games. What happened? Coaching staff, you got to give it up to them. Got to give it up for them for three reasons, guys. Canada, we had over 200 yards rushing against the top three rushing defense in the league and our division rivals that hate, so they play harder against us. Number two, Austin, changing around personnel. We had different personnel in there. Leal was playing now against the run. We had Robinson start. We benched Bush. Bush was on the bench. Got five snaps. Jack got six. Splain, all of them. That was why we won against the running game. Robinson already showing. He can play the run better than Bush, which tells me, ladies and gentlemen, the free agent inside linebacker that we're going to try to re-sign this year is going to be Robert Spillane. Bush is gone. Robinson and Spillane can hold down the middle and rotate with Jack, and I'm happy with that. Absolutely happy with that. Any first Steelers players ever still alive? Any first Steelers? I'm not sure how you're asking that one. Any first Steelers? Like original Steelers from 1933? I don't think so. Because that is nearly like 90 some years ago. And they would have had to have been 20 when they played. So they'd be in the 110s. So probably not. Probably not. Especially since they all smoked and drank back then too. We didn't take care of ourselves. Uh, Pele was definitely one of the best. He was the GOAT. Definitely. Don't let the those Argentines tell you that Messi is the GOAT. If they saw Pele play, nobody can touch Pele. Absolutely nobody. Um, Hunch, we need some miracle things to happen. It's not, I don't think the miracle's as big as it was last week. We needed Seattle to beat the Jets. That was the biggest question mark to me. Can they do it? And they did it. They did it. Can Miami lose again? Who'd Miami play last week? Were they playing New England? Yeah, because we had to root for New England last week. So we got New England to beat Miami. And that was it. Yep, that's it, Stamps. Yep, win at Three River Stadium against... Uh, it's actually Acrisure Stadium now. Three Rivers was torn down. That's where the Immaculate Reception held. It was Heinz Field. Now it's Acrisure. Um, Got to beat Cleveland with both Miami losing and the Jets. And a New England loss. Steelers are at. Yep. And I think Miami is playing the Jets. So the Jets beat Miami. 
both of those things happen. And it's only one game to worry about as opposed to multiples. So that works. How was your day? Thank you, Kings. Ah, uh, pretty well. I didn't get a whole lot done. I was kind of taking a mental health day, took a lot of naps. Uh, but um, doing better now. My my dog just went into heat, so I'm dealing with that in the house. She's wearing a diaper. She's kenneled for the uh, cast tonight. Unfortunately, that's why my cat's happy about it and back on my lap because the dog is gone. <laughs> I love to see that Minka and Cam fight. Show the passion. Love that. Me too, Minuti. Absolutely. That is that's one of the reasons. And the same thing too with with uh, Watt. Watt as well. Amen as well. Uh, Steelers D-line is playing lights out. They are, Jeff. They're getting a lot better. Uh, happy year. Happy New Year, Giovanni. Thank you so much. Villanueva. Bueno. Tell us where you're from. Um, Lewis, any first Steelers players back when he's still alive? Any any first play Steelers players back then still alive? Uh, I, I think John, I'm not sure if John Henry Johnson is still alive. But uh, like I said, most of the uh, I, I think he might be. Goodness, I can't remember. I, yeah, I, it has to be a Google question. Uh, cornerback, and we're very good. Yep. Sam, where was the O line in the beginning of the season? Learning how to play a new system under under uh, Sarrett. Sarrett's our new uh, offensive line coach. Evidently, this was kind of hard for these guys who were more finesse blocking for the past couple years under Feekner's system and and us. Uh, and um, Sarrett, that uh, they had to relearn how to block. And it took us a while because it's the same offensive line's been together all season, as they said in the game last night. And they're showing how good they are two nights ago. But they're showing now how good they are working as a unit all year. This is a good offensive line now. They went from a horrible, terrible offensive line to actually a good offensive line and now becoming a strength. Because now if we can run on the Ravens, we can run on anybody. Absolutely anybody, but we cannot lament on the fact that we, things weren't as great at the beginning of the season. We can only do what we are now. Try to get better every week, which we have done. Brenda Fox. I absolutely agree. The picket shows some big Ben characteristics. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's the score this week, hunch? Well, I have a hunch. It's going to be Steelers over the Browns. I'm going to say 21, 10. Steelers over the Browns. I think they just, this is going to be a game where Kenny's going to put up multiple touchdowns in the air. I think we're going to control the lines of scrimmage and we're going to execute better in the red zone than we have these last couple weeks. We need to, and we got to find a way to shut down Mr. Masseuse as well <laughs> over there. Deshaun Watson got to get that guy rubbed out. <laughs> yeah, he was very high, very, very tough to see. Definitely was. It's not good when I hear and see some comments about Pele on an American football live and page for the respect guys. Yeah, but we, we, we know we definitely love and respect Pele. At least I do. Uh, and if anybody watches or international soccer, you can't not know who that is. Is Kenny starting to be the clutch guy? Your thoughts about the last drive. He did it right into my end zone, threw the ball right into Najee, which was the closest point of the field to me. I got to see it firsthand up close him run around in the backfield, create space, deliver that ball. I rewatched it, and they said it was Mahomes-esque. I mean, what are they saying? Like, anybody that moves around in the backfield and throws the ball for a touchdown is Mahomes? Like, it's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
I watched John Elway do that for his whole career. I watched Ben Roethlisberger do that in the early years of his career. Kenny Pickett is a smart quarterback. And, and even like players like Aaron Rodgers, like these are the players that move around in the backfield, don't necessarily have to get the first down with their feet, keep the eyes downfield, see something open and hit it. And Kenny did it. And that was an awesome way to end it because it was different than throwing a beautifully placed seam pattern uh, just over uh, the, the linebacker and just inside of the cover guy to George Pickens the week before against the Raiders. So he's done it in two different ways on clutch drives. And that's just anytime a young quarterback can win on a clutch drive, it builds his confidence. He's a confident dude. Dude loves to win, hates to lose. Perfect quarterback for the Steelers. I mean, that, that's the only thing that matters is winning to him. He will distribute the ball to anybody as long as you're open. Hunch, great game day suit. Thank you. Oh, you saw the, you saw the picture online. Good. Yep, I go in the full suit and tie, and I wear my black and gold fedora. I'm the terrible gentleman out there representing Steeler Nation at home and away games. So if you see me, I'm usually dressed. Terrible towel tie, black sport coat, got my pins on, and a terrible towel, of course, hanging. Got some matching, uh, um, and it's like a nice, like, velvety-touched jacket. I got some pants to match it this year, so super happy about it. Uh, but, I, yeah, thanks so much for the game day suit love. Um, Michael Miller, I would never say that someone would intentionally hurt someone, but I thought it was kind of dirty how T. Higgins insisted the whole play Oh, initiated that whole play. I immediately thought that before Hamlin collapsed. Yeah, but that's that wasn't intent. That's just being intense in the game of football. Yeah, definitely not a dirty play in my opinion. Hunch, did you see the guy on Ray on the Ray Lewis statue? No, no, I missed that picture. Hunch, I'll, I'll start looking for that. Usually, our um our group online is really good about sharing that kind of stuff, but I didn't see it. If you want to share that with my social media, I'd love to retweet that. That would be awesome. Tony. How are we doing now on time? Dang, this show is flying by, guys. We are killing on time. Holy crap. But I'll get to Tony first. Steelers should sign the cat. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's a Bengals fan, Tony. That's the only downside. She loves her Bengals. <laughs> and guys, it's that time on the show where we got to talk about our balls. Manscaped.com. Go over, use promo code STEELERNATION, all one word, all caps. Get 20% off your order and free shipping. That's all I'm going to talk about them tonight because we got a lot to talk about, guys. There's a It's a heavy show. I'm glad you guys are always here to pick me up on this kind of stuff because I was feeling down, but you guys always know how to pick me up. Let me see here. Where am I at? Okay, got yours. Uh... Striker, can I get a good luck? Yes, we did. We talked about that one. Great. We're down farther. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Robert. Blockbuster night. Run the jewels both part one, part two. Great EMT vids, Miles. Awesome. Michael Scott Joyner, we definitely have the playmakers to move the ball like the Bengals did in their opening drive. Hope Canada is gone in the offseason. The only difference I think right now in our offense, guys, and the reason why we're still blaming Matt Canada even though he called a perfect game against the Ravens on the road where we controlled the ball, the line of scrimmage, that should have been a blowout. Our only difference between being a 28-point team 
and being a 16-point team is turning those throws to the end zone into touchdowns instead of incomplete balls. That's it. That's all I see is the only difference. And now Kenny's hopefully going to start doing that with a little bit more aplomb. <laughs> chow chow, dad. Sims took a page from GP with that awesome hands catch down the middle. Sims had a great game. Had a tough catch on one of those the sky punts where he had to drop to his knees. That was a big, big catch. Um, had a couple catches in the game as well. Guy was playing. I, I know they threw that one end zone ball to him, which I was confused why, because he was never open. But he was there. Robert, have you seen any update on who will quarterback the, the Dolphins against the Jets? I think uh, Black, was it, Blackwater, Bridgewater. Bridgewater is still hurt as well. Um, so they don't even think that he's ready to go yet. But Tua is definitely not playing. But I don't know exactly who is going to be in there yet, Cooley. Uh, Michael Hall really wanted D, wish DJ would have stayed inbounds. Beautiful catch and the middle of the field by Pickens. Yeah, same thing with Pickens. I wish he didn't step out of bounds on his too. We had some good downfield ball play by KP. Our players just were a hair off of making plays for us. Just a hair off. Defense was lacking against Andrews. Definitely. Definitely was. Michael allowing too many first downs. Well, Andrews is a monster. Guy's a great player. We have trouble against tight ends. Striker called in that Steelers D improved enough to beat the Ratbirds. Had to be Robert. That's, and that's what we were both trying to talk about too last show. Are they good enough to stand up against a great running team like the Ravens, knowing that they had to stop the run, which they couldn't do the previous meeting? They made the adjustments, Robert. They stopped that run with that $100 million defense that they got out there. <laughs> chow, chow. How about Mark Robinson? Oh, going. <laughs> Love the emoji. Mark Robinson playing like a big man out there in his first start. Loved having him. He was the first interview I've ever had on Steeler Nation on the podcast for a player that was never a Pittsburgh Steeler. We, we got him when he was interviewing with the Steelers and we couldn't talk about him interviewing with the Steelers at the time because it wasn't common knowledge, but we talked about him as a player. It's still, if you go to SteelerNation.com, you want to drag down through, see the Mark Robinson interview. We had that in the pre pre-draft last year. So that happened before the draft and then we ended up drafting him. So great, great, cool stuff. Uh, how does Boswell miss a 47 yard field goal, but make a 51? He's better long than he is kicking short wise. Well, I'll tell you this, Michael Hall, when Bos Bounces one off of the upright. We win the game. <laughs> we did it against Cincinnati. We did it against the Ravens. Keep on banging them, Oz. Hopefully they bang in, though. I know they had that one this year, too, that he, he banged one and it went in. But he's playing hurt, guys. He missed time. We had another kicker in there for a bit. He is playing the season injured. He's going to be money next year. But this year, he's trying to get through it. First quarter, boring. Possession drive each. One possession drive each. Yeah, when we watched that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a quick game. <laughs> Michael Hall, first drive, fire move, false start, cost us a potential touchdown. And our first drive, settle for a field goal, ruined the momentum they built up. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Yeah, Craig, I'm going to stand by it until, until Kenny can throw two touchdowns in a game. Well, then he's still Tebow. But when he throws three touchdowns in a game, that's something Tim Tebow has never done. And I will stop saying this. But you can't stop me from saying it until he does. <laughs> Michael Hall, Malek got away with the pass interference call and the Ravens' first drive of the game. Yeah, I mean, it was a, there's a lot of hand-checking, honestly. 
in the game. And I do prefer the referees to keep the, the flag in the pocket, not have it call the game unless it's an egregious penalty on a big play. But yeah, that they did the right thing, keep it in the pocket. I saw James Pierre leave the game late in the first quarter. Not sure if he comes back. Yeah, he's one of the injured players. Let's talk about the injuries uh, that I have down here too. Uh, Miles Jack had a groin. Uh, obviously, he's been playing with that groin injury. He had six snaps last game, which was one snap more than Bush. It's looking like he'll practice this week. Uh, Fitz has an ankle. He could be limited early. We all expect Fitz to play. James Pierre is in concussion protocol. So, as we know, concussion protocol, you have to be symptom-free to practice. You have to have a full practice to get to the next step of concussion protocol, which is to practice the next day and to practice fully the next day. If you're clear after two days of practices with no issues, no symptoms, you are off of protocol. So we'll have to see how he goes. But fortunately, like, or unfortunately, it's he's not as big of an impact on this team as other people that could be injured at this time. Tomorrow, yes, striker Kenny's timing of winning games dramatically at the end is Tebow-like, and both can run, but otherwise more dissimilar, really. It's it's different, but I'm going to say there's some similarities. <laughs> there's definitely, I mean, I'm getting a rise out of you. <laughs> Stacy Steelers are the best team ever! Agreed, Stacy. That's why I do my show for you guys. Warren had a good game as well. Warren rocked. 75 yards from Warren, over 100 for Najee, which I don't know why that isn't a cheer yet. Najee. I mean, come on, guys. We got to get on the ball. Um, but yeah, Warren killed it. And that's we have a one-two punch. We have, we and that means we're not drafting a running back next year. We'll either pull in a, a cheap vet or we'll grab one off an undra- undrafted rookie free agent. Minuti, we need to win first, but man, DJ deserves a touchdown. Yes, he does. And I hope he gets one in his last game here because there's a lot of DJ haters that don't want to see him do it. But I sure as hell do. And I know I'm, I've, I've gone through a bunch of your stuff here. We have to work on our drops. Yes, we do. And that's that's part of dealing with learning a new quarterback. Like once we're all on the same page with Kenny Pickett throwing those lasers, the, the this wide receiver crew is going to look a hell of a lot better. Hell of a lot better. Bridget. Nah, Canada is still not good. <laughs> yep, you can have that opinion as well. I know there's a lot of Canada haters. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I read the Ravens message board, and they were pissed off because they were like, we got out coached by Matt Canada. <laughs> and they did. And, they, and Ravens fans know Matt Canada. He used to be the offensive coordinator for the University of Maryland just down the road from us. A lot of these Ravens fans are University of Maryland football fans. They know who Matt Canada is. So that was a really fun dig at Matt Canada in a backhanded way to show how poorly the Ravens reacted defensively to Matt Canada's game plan. They were completely befuddled. Hutch, yeah, we had to score more touchdowns and less field goals. We need to get back in dynamic offense again. Definitely. Definitely do. Michael Hall, 100-plus rushing yards in the first half. Yeah, against the Ravens. Against the Ravens. Michael Scott Joyner, Warren reminds me of Jones Drew, a bowling ball running through defense. I loved Jones Drew. I, I targeted him. I wanted him in the, in the second round. I wanted the Steelers to draft him. Jacksonville ended up getting him. But, man, I also loved him receiving the ball out of the backfield. And he was just – he bounced off of people, kept going forward. 
That's the greatest thing about Maurice MJD. <laughs> Love me some MJD. Robert, I enjoyed watching Ham Hamlin play with Pitt. He is the real deal. McKeesport Pittsburgh kid and seems to be a good guy. And we fans feeling guilty being entertained by a game where they could die. Yeah. Players are putting their health and their lives at risk for playing any professional sport. Similar instance happened in uh, hockey a few, was it last year? I think one of the players, a heart stopped on the ice. They took him off the ice. He came back out the next period, but he's a hockey player. Um, they're just nuts like that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can't come back out if you're not conscious. So that's the biggest thing. Michael Hall, Minka injured in the third quarter and calls game at their end. Yeah, there's two moments where my heart was in my throat in that game. When Minka came off the field, number one, was happy to see him come back on the field just a few plays later. Number two, when DJ, Deontay Johnson, went down on the field. Heart went in my throat. We're not coming back in that game without those players. They both made some impactful plays, good catches, big interception to seal the game. We need those guys. Robert, so the Patriots' entire division is still in the hunt, and Steelers trying to take it from all three teams not named the Bills, correct? And if we just won one of those games, holy crap, would it be easier for us to get in the playoffs? We played everybody but Buffalo tough. Now I think we do a better chance, but we got to start scoring points if we want to really start winning in the playoffs, which we've been talking about too there, Robert. Michael, Najee's stiff arms uh, defender while he's carried another on his back for a first down. It's like watching Marshawn Lynch. Then they played against the Saints years ago in the post. Yeah. The beat, the beast, the beast quake. That's right. Beast. They called that play the beast quake. Holy crap. Was that one of the greatest touchdown runs in NFL history? It looked like one of those old school, like Jim Brown runs where he's just bowling people over, bouncing off of guys, spinning stiff arm and plowing guys, getting all the way. Nobody could bring him down. The beast quake. Holy crap. That I remember that play. That's and if you guys are younger, don't know what Michael Hall and I are talking about, go to YouTube right now. Just put in Beast Quake. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. It's it's an, one of the all-time greatest runs in NFL history. Uh, Michael Hall, Ravens start of the sixth drive with that long kickoff run return. Help from TJ Watt and company ended with a three and out. Loved it. Yeah, that, that was the play. That was the series of the game. Entire stadium's rocking. Ravens, oh, we want it. All we got to do is score a field goal to win. Win field goal, Ravens. We got the best field goal kicker ever. Down. Yeah, one. Here we go. We're going to go down. Touchdown. Oh, we go. Here we go. And then three and out. And they started. The, the call-in got a little quiet because they're front-running fans. Things aren't going their way. Those beaks shut. They shut their little beaks. Steelers shut their beaks on that last play. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Michael Hall, no Miami miracle again, please. Yeah, true, right? Robert, Miles, after you ace your EMT test, watch the video for both Blockbuster Part Night, Blockbuster Night Part 2. Okay, you guys are talking about something else. With our offense line really coming together, do you con not consider giving going O in the first round? Well, the cool thing about the offensive line coming together, Miles, is it makes – the offensive line, less of a need in the draft now. Like, we were all expecting to go left tackle, guard, first pick. I mean, that a lot of us were thinking it. But now, we can wait. BPA, 
best player available. We know it's not going to be a quarterback. We're not taking a quarterback in the first round. Not taking a running back in the first round. So it can be open to whoever the best player is. Will it be a cover corner? Will it be an athletic safety or an edge rusher? Might be an edge rusher. There's there's great edge rushers in this draft. We might pop one in the first round. And then that makes that rotation even more solid with Highsmith and Watt. And then we have a replacement if Highsmith doesn't take our offer this year and he plays one more year to leave for free agency. It gives us a chance at having another person into groom. But corners, you can never have enough corners. You can never have enough pass rushers on defense, in my opinion. We might go defensive line. It's like, it's wide. uh, Offensively, the only position I would see the Steelers taking in the first round would be if a money ball wide receiver was there. I know a lot of people are talking about Kenny Pickett's uh, former partner at Pitt. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that would be the only only spot unless a left tackle drops. I mean, you get a stud left tackle, you got to take him. You got to take him. Because we Steelers never draft left tackles in the first round. Why? Because we're always drafting in the back half of the first round. We never have access to those elite left tackles, which are usually gone in the top 10, guys. That's that's just the way that's the way drafts go. Your money ball left tackles go in the top 10. You sometimes two, three, four can go in the top 15 picks. Steelers never get to draft a, a, like a left tackle in the first rounds of drafts because we're picking late. So we got to develop them, which is why we don't have any left tackles in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> We've had some good ones. I don't think Villanueva is making a Hall of Fame, but he's one of the best left tackles we've had. Max Starks being another one of them. He, he won a Super Bowl both as a left tackle and as a right tackle. Won a Super Bowl two different positions. Love that guy. He didn't get the, the I know a lot of people back there was like, why do we keep transition tagging this guy? I'm like, because the guy can play. Ben loves him. Ben knows it doesn't matter where he's playing, left or right. The guy was a player at both sides. Did well. BuzzTube TV, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. What do you think about the safety on Buffalo's about the safety on Buffalo's safety NFL? Um, yeah, we were we talked about that at the top of the show, Buzz. Um, yeah, we, I mean, he was a, a Pittsburgh native, grew up McKees Rocks, um, just right across the, the 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 river from Pittsburgh. Uh, played at Pitt in college, so this this hits our whole community at home, and we talked about it extensively. Our prayers go out to him. Hope he recovers. Uh, Robert Miami is such a good team. The Jets are such a Cinderella story this year. The Patriots have bills, and odds are against us. But you're saying we have a chance. We have a chance. Is that blue from old school? So you're saying there's a chance? No, that is Lloyd, not Greg Lloyd. That is Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber when he's trying to ask out that one girl. Uh, miles why are we struggling in the end zone we need to get to the red zone but never really end up scoring that's the only difference yep what's the issue probably not having enough scores or attempts to the end zone when we hit the red zone we kind of do these plays to get us short yardage kind of like we do in the middle of the field so we only have one shot in the end zone instead of multiple shots at the end zone you want to start putting up points multiple shots in the end zone. Hey, Claude, good to see you again, my friend. <laughs> What's this? Nah, okay. Uh, Hunch. Yeah, we need to score more TDs and less field goals. We need to get back to a dynamic offense again. And it sucks, like, because it's, we were so used to having, watching it with Ben Roethlisberger, we expected to score just about every drive. 
and we nearly did. It's kind of seemed like we had some great years with them. Now we're starting to learn again. Picket ain't it saying DMV. Whoa, here we go. We got somebody on a contrary opinion, and that is fine. All we have are opinions. <laughs> need in. Yes, we do. We do need to get in. All right, here we go. Picket is it. So Ben is going against you there. Matt is not it. <laughs> not, not a fan of Matt Canada. I'm not doing live video tonight, guys. I'm sorry. I've got too much stuff going on with all of the different. I've got uh, YouTube, Twitter, and um, Insta, or sorry, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook going on on my computer, Instagram here. I just can't do live because it doesn't lend itself to the entire show and the rebroadcast. Uh, Mitchell Miller, we got hosed on the Cam Hayward personal foul. Baltimore seems to always get the benefit of the calls. Well, it kind of went, yeah, they better, they did got the benefit of a few calls in that game. They definitely did. Um, many prayers, lots of prayers to, to Hamlin. Awesome, awesome to see that love, guys. Ratbirds suck! Yes, they do, Hunch. <laughs> you know they suck. And it's so great to, to see them. If you guys ever get a chance to watching the um, Ratbirds get upset at home, it, nothing beats it. Nothing beats watching uh, Baltimore fans have to suffer a loss to the Steelers in their own place. It's absolutely so fun. So fun to watch. Uh, Phil, welcome back to the show. Phil, good to hear from you. Najiators have been awfully quiet since week 10. What was I telling you guys week eight? Najee's playing hurt. He had a steel sole in his boot, in his, in his uh, cleats. First eight games of the season. They took it out for two weeks, had the bye. I told you guys, you guys are saying uh, Najee bust. A lot of because some of you guys even on this show are calling him a bust, Robert. <laughs> but what was I saying? He's going to be a completely different running back after the bye because he's going to be healthy, and we're all enjoying it now. This is a first round running back. Can't get these guys anywhere in the draft. Can only get these guys in the first round. Sorry, Kuiper. You Baltimore fan screaming, you don't draft running backs in the first round. You can get them anywhere. Can't get a running back that never fumbles the ball and stiff arms your entire team in the first downs in any round but the first round. And I will put that to any person. Um, Mitch, pretty sure Teddy Bridgewater has a broken finger. Yes, yes, that's good call. Thank you there, uh, MP. Uh, yeah, so uh, Robert, yeah, with Cooley, we were talking about that. So, so Bridgewater has a broken finger. If it's on, if it's on his throwing hand, he's not playing. If it's not on his throwing hand, he has got a chance of playing. But who wants to take snaps with a busted finger? Prayers to Hamlin. Thank you, Matt. Awesome. I wish we got Joey Porter Jr. A lot of Steeler fans that loved him. Some Joey Porter, great Steeler, trying to get his son. Hey, I just want athletic playmakers. Speedy athletic playmakers, he fits the bill. I would not be disappointed to have the son of Porter on our team. Joey Porter Jr., Tyree also agrees with you there. Inside linebacker too? Uh, yeah, but now it's like, it's kind of like a less of a need here, John. Um, because it looks like we can start. We can have a three-headed attack now. With Robinson, Spillane, if we resign Spillane, and Jack. Jack has one more year on his contract. 
So we're kind of set at inside linebacker. We don't have to go high. But if somebody falls there, like I said, you take the best player available. I hear that this, this draft is not really impactful for a top-rated inside linebacker. Probably somebody we're going to have to develop again. But we'll see. We'll see how the draft shakes out. I haven't started doing my draft research yet. Just some of the things I'm talking about with the other writers that know way more about college football players than I do. I watch very little college football. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm a pro guy. I watch a lot of pro games. But I do like Penn State. I do like watching Joey Porter when he's out there making plays. Um, We need a stud cornerback. Absolutely, Bully. Uh, And that comes down to what are we going to do at corner? I mean, we have Wallace Witherspoon. We got Sutton. Like it, to me, it's like either we got to draft a an excellent slot guy, and this is a, some like we've never really drafted a slot corner. I mean, Sutton was drafted, but we also picked up um, Hilton as an undrafted rookie. That when uh, the the Patriots got rid of him because they picked him up as an undrafted rookie, so we got him in his rookie year after the Patriots had him. We developed him excellently. I wish we still had Hilton. We talked about that last week there, Robert. And, um, but now Sutton was also, but he was drafted as a cornerback that could play on the outside as well. And he's showing he can, and he's, he's done a great job as an edge corner this year, guys. I don't think he's really gotten the respect that he's gotten because he's a lot of these balls. He, he should have like six, seven interceptions. He's had a lot of these interceptions, hit him in the hands and hit the ground, but the guys making plays. He helped seal that win against the Raiders for us. I like his progression, but do we, so we either draft a straight on slot guy or draft another outside guy, maybe bounce Sutton down. Maybe just to get our best players on the field. That's all we need to see is best players on the field. Send Canada to CFL. That would make perfect sense. Perfect sense, Carl. (laughs) I like that take. Uh, Eric Horn, we ain't been right since they removed the ketchup bottles out of the stadium. Ah, uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. We're not, the ketchup bottles aren't slowing us up anymore. <laughs> we're slowing ourselves up now. Cause that's what I hated when the red zone popped up on the screen. I was like, oh no, we were slowing up in the red zone with a ketchup bottle eking out. We'll have to see how this goes. Um, Miles Stryker in the Steelers current position. Would you fire Canada? Uh, we're back at 500, guys. We got a chance at a winning season now when we said we had to win out four games ago to get to this point. I don't fire him. Not this year with another year on his contract. I don't like it, but I don't think the Steelers are going to fire him. Do we want to change as fans? Hell yeah, we want to change as fans. But now that the team is starting to play in a system and the system is successful now, you got to think about keeping him. You do. Robert, Miles, Steelers in the red zone are like Killer Mike and LP in their EMT break and blockbuster video run to the jewels. They don't get the guy to the booth next to them in the diner who falls over. Miles, also our dude Mark Robinson, went ham on Saturday. He's an absolute monster with the physicality that we have been missing. What a fearless guy with proper aggression. He'll be like James Harrison. Somebody called him that. Somebody called him James Harrison at inside linebacker which was cool to hear. Chow, chow, dad. Funny thing about Kenny's game winning throw is that Merrill Hodge on video breakdown said Kenny caused his own pressure by bailing on the pocket. Yeah, but it looks cool when he's running around in the backfield. <laughs> Pele is even bigger in soccer than Franco Harris is in football. Pele is the Mario Lemieux or Wayne Gretzky 
or LeBron James or Michael Jordan, Bonita Vila bigger. So he's so international easily. He's an international star. That's like Michael Jordan was an international star. It doesn't matter what football player we talk about. Football's an American sport. Baseball's an American sport for the most part. But once, once we had the dream team and they did the Olympics, Michael Jordan was an international star. That was Pele. Absolutely. Great, great call there, Robert. Pele was like eight years of Jim Brown, how he just owned the entire sport. He was just in it. He owns of lacrosse when it was greatest star, even as Bill Belichick confirms. Yeah. Ian, hey, striker, what a game. Pickett did very well. Hayward made mistake, but glad it did not cost them. Mistakes happen in games. Just keep playing. Make the next play. That's what football is. Make the next play. You drop a ball. You fumble. Make the next play. That's that's what football is. If you and if you're still out there making the next play, you're gonna win more often than not. Uh, Jim Brown also playing lacrosse made it look like he was Adam Sandler playing kickball and nailing the little kids with a kill ball. Nice, Robert. I didn't know he played lacrosse. That is cool because that gives you really strong legs as well. Uh, Michael Scott Joiner, Miami quarterback, I believe third string. Thomas, yeah, sir. Now I'm thinking about it. Syracuse is a big lacrosse uh, lacrosse school as well. Miami quarterback, third string is Thomas. Thank you, Michael Scott Joyner. Saw that one. Um, looks like Mr. Patrick Queen should have kept his mouth shut about the flex schedule. Sorry, not sorry. Really, Goat Steelers. Great call. <laughs> uh, Michael, Steelers win at least game, one game in the playoff. I'll be supporting your flex for years to come because it will be my real brother. It will be real. That would be something that we can make the playoffs. Find a way. This team just wants to win. Doesn't matter who we're playing, find a way. It will make for a more entertaining playoff game than having the Jets, who are now like up and down, Miami, who doesn't have a quarterback, and New England. We all hate Belichick. Nobody wants to see New England in the playoffs. Steelers, find a way. Find a way. Because that'll be a team with a great defense playing whoever they're playing. TJ Watt still being TJ Watt isn't the. Isn't he nursing injuries still? If he can't wait till next year when he's 110%, by the way, I'm calling him the Terminator from now on because maybe he's damaged but can't die. Well, he stated this past week, this was the first week he started to feel like himself. He said the first four games felt like preseason. Him getting his legs back under him, now he's back. TJ Watt for 2003, defensive BOY. Hell yeah, player of the year. Hell, he made the Pro Bowl. Might as well give him the player of the year again. Robert, much appreciated. Does anyone realize Mike Tomlin was not allowing Mark Robinson to helmet all year our defense in the draft last year? He's a great against the run when we're laying out against the run in. But still, Robert, now that we're actually doing it, you got to give him credit for it. You can't keep bashing Tomlin for something that he actually did. You've been bashing him for the same thing for the past three weeks. Now that he's done it, you can't bash him for it anymore, man. And he showed that it works. So for best run defender and defensive is drafted last year, wasn't getting a helmet, and neither was Mark Robinson. And Mike Tomlin wasn't making sure picking Scott 10 past its game every game. But now they're making the changes, and they're winning. Michael Scott Joyner, best part of the game was when Collinsworth mentioned the Ravens have not allowed a touchdown in 15 quarters. Kenny goes down the field and throws a touchdown. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Are you not at practice? You don't see how the guys are progressing. Very likely Robinson wasn't ready yet. Yeah, true. And he still wasn't playing special teams until last night. 
Like that was a big thing. Like Robinson wasn't getting off on the field pretty much because he wasn't a special teams player. And that's how young, low drafted, undrafted rookies make this team by special teams. He wasn't getting a helmet for a lot of the year too because he wasn't playing special teams. And now he's starting to play special teams. They're giving him a helmet. And I'm happy to see it. Coach T felt our left tackle needed to learn by doing much more important position than middle linebacker. He needs to be learned by doing. Yeah, they both do. They both do. It's a, it's a sport of football you learn by doing. Thanks for another great show, boss. Pitt over the toilets, 24-14 or 17-14. I'm expecting Kenny, Najee, Jalen to go off on offense and Highsmith, Watt, and Minka on defense. See you next week, boss. Salute. Thank you, Michael Scott or Michael Hall. Michael Hall of Fame. Thank you so much, man. See you next week. By the way, good luck, Miles. Rest great. Yeah, good luck, Miles. Everybody, everybody say good luck to Miles on his EMT test. Hopefully he kills it. Have to hear how you do, man. Let us all know. Robert, go, Michael Hall. Want to see you right and us being a playoff win. So fingers crossed I'm rooting for you and I'm rooting for the Steelers, baby. Awesome love, guys. Awesome love. First round in the draft, a true nose tackle to beef up the D-line. Ian, you don't draft nose tackles in the first round anymore, just like you don't draft fullbacks in the first round anymore. And a lot of teams don't draft running backs in the first round anymore. It's just devalued the position. Yeah, interior defensive linemen get drafted in a 4-3 because they're playing 100% of the snaps. Nose tackles do not get drafted for a 3-4 in the first round because they're playing 35% of the snaps in the first round. You don't want that high of a value pick going to guy that's only going to be on a field a third of the time because that's just the reality of football. We're playing a ton of nickel, ton of dollar, ton of dime, which means no nose tackle on the field in those sets. When we play a team like the Ravens twice a year, yeah, our nose tackle is going to get some play. But still, I mean, geez, let me let me go check out the uh, the snaps from Adams in the last game. I know I have the snaps up here somewhere. I was looking it up earlier today. Uh, up there it is. All right, so on defense, just this past game, Adams, though, this one worked out. This is one of the highest snap possessions for our nose tackle. Both Alu-Alu and Adams were playing in this game. We had them on for 75% of the snaps. That's because this is a running team, and we know it's a running team. Alu-Alu, 25% of the snaps. We had a lot of snaps this past game. Adams, 54%, right? 56%, I'm sorry. So 75% of the game, we had our nose tackle on, which is usually about 35% of the game. When we're playing teams like Cincinnati, 25% to 30%. Playing teams like Tennessee and Baltimore, yeah, we're getting up to 75%. But still not 100% of the guy. The guy will never play a 100% snap game, unfortunately. Thanks, Michael. Miles Watson is going to be beaten so bad, he's going to ask for a massage mid-game in the middle of the field. Well, I, I hope when we hit him hard, our players just have to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I didn't mean to rub you the wrong way. <laughs> I hope we get some no means no chance because I'll be screaming it in Pittsburgh when we see that masseuse come on the field. 24-13 Steelers and we play on wild card weekend. Michael Scott Joyner, I hope you're right. You're right last week. Be right again this week, my friend. Absolutely. 
especially when the Steelers beat them in Baltimore. Nothing beats a win in Baltimore. Far from the bus, top 10 talent. Yes, top 10 talent. Phil, uh, just have the feeling every little thing is going to go right, except the Jets are going to lose. Yeah, I hope not. I hope the Jets find a way to beat Miami because I know they're both a little banged up, but they've got better better quarterback play out of whoever the third stringer is going to be for Miami. Um, Tyree, he's lock up best cornerback in the draft, hoping Ringo doesn't slip now. Yeah, that's the other corner, right? Um, Real 14-17, do you think we're going to make the playoffs? We got a chance at it, Real. We got three games that need to go our way. One, we got to beat our team. We got to beat uh, Cleveland. Two, got to root for the Jets against Miami. Three, got to root for Buffalo against New England. Those three things happen. Those three things, if Buffalo, the uh, Jets, and us all win, we're in. We've got a chance. Like, I know they're saying like 18%, 20% chance making the playoffs. Just for the matchups, I'm going to say it's closer to a coin flip. It's a 50-50 shot of us making the playoffs. Especially now that the Miami is down to their third quarterback, that's really going to help our chances with the Jets being able to win that last game. Especially, fortunately, since they lost against Seattle, which we absolutely needed last week. Otherwise, what would have happened for this week, guys? We would have needed the Jets and Miami to tie to make the playoffs if the Jets found a way to beat Seattle. That was how important that game was. So we wouldn't have been eliminated, but they would have had to tie for us to get into the playoffs. That, which isn't going to happen. You can't root for ties last week of the season. And let's the Chargers against the Raiders. Holy crap. Was that a heart attack game last year or what? Waiting to see if we got in the playoffs <laughs> and not knowing until the final second and overtime whether or not that kick was going to make it. If it went wide right, we were sitting at home. Fortunately, it split the uprights. One of those teams had to win and we made it into the playoffs. <laughs> what a game. The last time Carr was anything. Now we ruined, how do we show Carr our thanks for that game? We ruined his career. <laughs> we ruined his career on Christmas Eve. Holy crap, we played the Grinch. Poor Carr. I feel bad for him. No, I don't. <laughs> feel good for us. Honestly, Witherspoon could go, honestly. Well, we'll have to see. He was banged up most of the year, too, Hunch. I'd like to see him play. He played real well for us the previous year. Sutton plays the slot fine. We need someone who can cover number one receivers. That is true, especially since we got a big one in Chase as well in our own division. Can't have enough corners. Can't have enough good corners on a team. Um, And hopefully uh, Jackson on our team, too. Hopefully he's progressing. That guy was a first-round talent that was injured that we took a flyer on. Now he's on the roster. Have to see if he progresses. How does the NFL handle... Finish the Bengals-Bills game moving forward. Uh, MP, I, I think, honestly, we're just going to see how the games finish up this week and then determine whether or not that game needs to be played. If it needs to be played, I think you find a way to push back the playoffs one week because at least you don't have any playoff plans. Nothing's down. Nobody booked rooms for hotels yet. That can be The playoffs can be pushed back a week. This is something that's never happened before. Give everybody a buy. Hopefully the Steelers have a first have a buy to get into the playoffs. <laughs> Not that fortunately we're very healthy. That's why we're winning. We're very healthy at the end of the season. Uh, and healthy teams win in the playoffs. Do you think we're gonna make the playoffs? We got a shot. Yeah, you asked a couple times. That's right. 
sorry, I don't I don't read um, Asian writing. I'm not sure what this one is. Go Steelers from New Mexico, USA. Thank you, Joe. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm not doing live video. There's too many feeds. Jets are eliminated already. Yep, but we still need them to beat, beat Miami. We need a Steelers party if they go to the playoffs. Definitely. I'll jump on. We'll do a Steeler party online. Actually, I'm going to be at the game this week, so I can't do it right away, but we'll have a party on Tuesday after the game. Hunch, Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Still is surprising how many people want him fired. Every year we lose a couple of games. And guys, like we even think Harbaugh is a great coach. <laughs> they have a nickname for Harbaugh over in the Ravens um, uh, message boards. They call him Harbage short for garbage. <laughs> See, that's the problem with any any fan base when things aren't perfect. We're going to slam our own coaches. Doesn't matter who you are in a fan. I lived in Philly and they slammed Reed. They slammed Reed when he was making it to the NFC Championship game every year. Because that team can't take losing no matter what. When that guy was like the best coach they ever had. Uh, they had a flash in a pan with uh, Peterson getting them in there. But is Peterson the coach now at Jacksonville? If he is, he's doing a hell of a job down there too. Uh, Hunch. Uh, he's a good coach. Surprising how many Oh, yeah, we, we talked about that one. Um, can't wait to watch Calvin Austin next year. He's going to be exciting with GP and DJ and Pat. Fingers crossed. He's a tiny dude. Tiny dudes usually are not NFL players. They get hurt. They get banged up easily. They're out for seasons. He's hasn't played it down for us yet. I don't know who he is as a player. Fingers crossed. Hoping he's not Dree Archer. Fingers crossed. Hoping he's not Chris Rainey. Fingers crossed. Tiny guys just aren't durable in this league. They're just not. Good luck, Miles. Oh, you got some good luck over here from Instagram too, Miles. That's awesome. Vita Vea does it. The cat is so cute. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Jalians. Yep, that's uh, Lexi. She's a pixie bob. Uh, it's just a way for us to, to pay extra for a cat, a tabby without a tail. I don't know if they just cut it off, but she's huge too. Like she's a big cat, like Maine Coon-esque. Let me bring her up here. Ah, Lexi, they want to get a good shot of you. She's a big cat. <laughs> I'm not even like putting her out in front of me. She's against my body. She is a big, big cat. And she is a lover, absolute lover. And I'm not down here in her room enough. Because she hates going out. Even though she, she got cat doors all over the place. She can go wherever she wants in the house. She usually just stays down here in the basement. But she's she's a great, great feline other than being a Bengals fan. Hunch, I'd be laughing my ass off here if I hear no means no at the games, right? <laughs> right? I know I got Robert with some uh, calls here too. Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Thanks, Cooley, starting that cheer. Robert, Max Starks was awesome when they first saw him and said it was like walking around the house just to get a walk around Max Starks. He was a great player. Um, underrated, underrated, great offensive lineman for us. Um, Robert, see, that's cool if you're a Jets fan because there's a proverbial loser and it's going to showing his true stripes, brother. Now he's just rooting for the Jets this week against Miami. He's a diehard. He's a member of Steeler Nation, guys. Go over to SteelerNation.com too, by the way. That's where I get all my questions for the podcast. Cooley's actually a moderator over there. Uh, Robert C. goes by Cooley on that site. I go by Striker. I put up a thread every week asking for questions. There's a question up there now. 
So go over to SteelerNation.com, football forum, click on the forum button. It's free to join. Ask your questions, guys, and I'll, I'll be reading them on the show. Uh, Ian, yeah, you're right, Striker. As always, I hope we get back to champ form quickly. I'm getting more and more excited every week watching this team. Really, I am. Rob C., I had a roommate from New York, Jets fan in Florida, bought a Jets ball opener, gave the Jets chin every time he opened, cheered every time they opened a battle bottle, and he loved it. Awesome. You could hear Jer- hear it say Jets every time you open a bottle. It's hilarious. You should get one. No, he's not a Jets fan. He's actually a Cougar fan. <laughs> Good old Cougar. Houston Cougar fan down in Texas. Uh, I, I'm only a Jets fan this weekend. Yes, absolutely. Like this weekend, I'm a Jets fan, I'm a Buffalo fan, and I'm a Steelers fan because <laughs> that's all that matters. And I'm a fan of of the uh, Houston. I'm a fan of the Houston Texans this week against the Colts. Why? Because if they win and the Bears lose, we get another first-round draft pick. We get the 32nd pick in the draft instead of the 33rd. I am rooting for that. <laughs> okay, peace, brother. My name's Sake Robert. Bears log and woo. Yes, come back and say, don't judge me. Okay, now I'm gone. Bye, <laughs> bye, Michael Hall. With having those three picks in the top 50 this year, the Steelers draft all that have four or five drafted players who could legitimately start in 2023. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have some great pieces. This is a great draft, and, and it's going to be Omar's first. So let's see how Omar utilizes the scouts to draft talent because we all knew what Colbert could do. Guy was a monster. Cowboy fan used to slam Landry. <laughs> rebuild began in 2012. Failed. And then there's another rebuild just after that. Failed uh, into another rebuild. High gear in next year's draft. Well, we had some good years with the 2017 teams. I don't think if Shazier went down on a stretcher, we had different. We were going to win that Super Bowl. We were going to absolutely win that Super Bowl. Steelers lied to fans when they pretend they're not rebuilding. Well, we don't like rebuild, rebuild. Rebuilding teams drop down to one or two, four wins. We're making the playoffs. <laughs> right tackle does not go by Cooley over there. Don't it's only like that. Uh, Ryan, big game coming for Highsmith. Me and him went to the same high school just a couple years apart. Awesome. So you're Carolina boy, Ryan. Welcome to the show. Awesome to hear. I got to interview uh, a Highsmith when we first drafted him. He was on our draft show, the first draft show two years ago for the first half hour, ushering us into the draft. It was awesome to have him in there as well. Um, so we're always happy to have our Steeler fan, our Steeler players be parts of these shows. Ian White, have a good night, Striker. Go Steelers. Go, Ian. Have a great night. Robert C., why are you insulted by having people named Robert? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's... You guys, they're, they're, you're just busting each other's balls. It's not a big big deal. I know that you both enjoy a good ribbing, Roberts. And I think it comes with your namesake. We got some tough Roberts in this chat. Ryan, big game coming for Highsmith. Same high schooler, just a couple years apart. Awesome. Was that the same Robert on both? Did you get me on both platforms? Robert, you got me on both platforms. <laughs> Way to go, Robert. <laughs> you know I get to your question. Either way. That game with the uh, Chargers versus the Raiders was too scary. I was literally biting my nails. Yeah, I was driving cross country, and it kept me wide awake and wired. Absolutely wired. Sam, that was a nice intro on Sunday Night Football. Steelers Nation is in Rome, Italy. 
awesome. My gosh, I got to remember my Italian. I was over there a few times. I know ciao. I know uh, presto. Most of the Italian I know is from, from being a, a classically trained singer like arpeggios and, uh, <laughs> um, you know, like all, all every music term is essentially an Italian when you're a singer. Um, but welcome. Welcome, Rome, Italy. We're glad to have the uh, the Italians here. It's part of Steeler Nation and Steeler World. Absolutely love that. Uh, MVP, looking forward to climbing to Super Bowl contention. Guys, we make the playoffs. <laughs> It'd be crazy if we went on a run this year. I miss Shazier so much. Was definitely going to be one of not the most best linebackers in the league. Yeah, Phil, definitely was. Definitely was all the talent in the world. Shazier was on his way to greatness. He definitely was. Bob, the last two weeks have made me believe that we drafted a quarterback with the it factor. And that's all you need. We got the best quarterback in the draft and the only quarterback with a first round grade. We weren't going to get in the second round, guys. I know we had that discussion during the draft. He was not going to be there in the second round. Looked like Malik was. So if we let him go, we might probably would have ended up with Malik in the second round. <laughs> Crap, who did we get in the second round last? Oh, George Pickens. I'm happier having George Pickens. I guess we could have gotten Malik in the third round, but then we wouldn't have had Leal. And I'm happy to have Leal. He looks like he's going to be a starter here coming up soon. Guy can play. Here we go. Not a rebuild, just refurbishment. <laughs> Even Jets won a Super Bowl where everyone makes a big deal out of Pittsburgh area. Joe Namath, as I recall, he had to leave the game and Adrian Johnny Unitas had to actually win it. Both quarterbacks, Pittsburgh kids. Yeah, it was as a Pittsburgh versus Pittsburgh uh, Super Bowl with Namath against Unitas in that one when Namath came out on top. Yeah, Joe Namath came out on the top. Broadway Joe. Uh, Ryan. Love how Steeler Nation takes over the Panthers Stadium down there. It was insane. That was. I hope you went to that game, Ryan. We could hear on TV the Steelers' chants. We could hear them boo when the when the Carolina Panthers come out on their own field. Like certain games, like when we play the Chargers, you can hear boos come out when their team comes out on their home field. And when that happens, that hits a team in the heart because it's something they never expect to hear coming out of the tunnel is cascading booze before you even play the game. That is such a mind F. Terrible towels waving and hearing booze when your team is announced. That is insane. Robert would agree Johnny Nice from Pittsburgh would have brought Steelers championships if he had not beaten out Dan Rooney at that starting high school quarterback, Sutton Cottenham, after he did great in Steelers training camp. Yeah, yeah, I mean... That was back when we had the player coaches anyway, and they had their guys. So not a whole lot of development back then. Uh, Ryan, Robert, sorry. Dan Rooney was pretty petty enough to cut Johnny Nice, who went on to win multiple championships with multiple teams because Dan Rooney held it against him that he hadn't beaten him out as a high school quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't think that was the case. <laughs> but um, yeah, because they were the same age. I don't think Dan Rooney was the one that, cut him I, I don't think dan took over until late until like early 70s when dan started taking over football operations because i think he was part of that 74 trade um but not sure i'm not positive on that one so we might both be right who knows um rome italy in the house love it 
Stryker should be calling the last game for the Steelers. I would love. Now, that is something I could do, Ian. I definitely have radio chops. I used to call women's soccer games for the uh, for the Maryland Pepsi Pride. That was my first broadcasting gig. Uh, I used to enjoy doing that. And that was back before women's soccer became like a big phenomenal thing. It was right before the, the uh, USFL started. It was, it was called the W League back then uh, for women's soccer. And um, it took off and we started winning gold medals. Uh, but we had some great players on our team as well. A couple Olympians. Robert, Rom is my favorite. Rome is my favorite city in Italy. Controlled mayhem. You are ticketed for parking two cars deep on the sidewalk. But in Rome, you're allowed to park two cars deep on the sidewalk. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't been that far south. My Italian adventures have taken me to Venice and Florence. Um, so I've been into northern Italy. I would love to do the boot. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do Sicily as well. I love to travel and I will make it there one day because Stryker's going to be retiring here from his nine to five soon. <laughs> Can't wait. And let me just see if I missed this one right here. You going to the game this weekend? Hunch asks. Yes, I am. I will be there. I will be at the Steeler Nation tailgate as well. Uh, that starts at 8 a.m. in Red Lot 5A. That's Caddy Corner on the corner. Closest corner of PNC Park to the stadium. Walk diagonally from PNC Park. That's the terrible tailgate. 40 bucks. We got a big buffet, all you can eat. We got all you can drink with beer. We got an open bar. We've got alcoholic seltzers. We got sodas. Stuff for everybody. We got music. We got giveaways. Come on over and yell to me and say hi. Striker, come over here. I want to talk to you. Because I'm trying to wear the suit. Got to wear the suit for the last game of the season, so. You guys will see me all snazzied up with my hat. You see that in my icons a lot with my fedora, black and gold fedora. Uh, but definitely will be there for the game this week. Uh, Hunch, they should definitely put you in the Steelers radio booth. I'd love it. I'm Myron Cope is like my all-time favorite. Love Myron because he's entertaining. He's fun. Never took himself seriously. Love the Steelers above anything else. And that's the way I go too. Absolutely the way I go as well. So would love to be part of the Steeler broadcast. Hopefully they notice my little podcast here one of these days and notice that I'm a positive person. Don't have to swear a whole hell of a lot. Every once in a while it gets me, but <laughs> my favorite all-time copism. When they started telling, well, Myron, you can't call the Cincinnati Bengals the bungles. And Myron's is like, well, when they stop being bungles, I'll stop calling them the bungles. <laughs> When they stop bungling the ball, I'll stop calling them the bungles. Yoy! <laughs> I love me some Myron. Okay, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah, right, Hutch? Awesome, awesome. And Myron was the best and a great. Definitely, Bob. Oh, I'm, and I miss him more than anything. I used to just love muting the TV and listening to the radio broadcast. And it might not be synced up, but nothing was better than hearing Myron's color. Myron's color. He was the most colorful man ever. And we're, we're missing those type of announcers. Like a lot of announcers nowadays have that stylistic voice and have to talk in the, the rich baritones first down in 23 and that, that diction. But like Tony Romo is a throwback. I absolutely love Tony Romo in a box. It's a person talking to you. I mean, we had Howard Cosell that had that interesting um uh speech patterns as well but he would fly off on any topic at any time he was such an intelligent guy funny 
funny dude. My like Howard Cosell Monday Night Football. I grew up with that. And that was great football, and he got you into those games, even when those games weren't good games. Uh, truth there. Thank you very much there. Steeler Nation from Hartford, Connecticut. Welcome, Hartford. Good to hear you. Where'd you park your car up there? I mean, I like the Whalers. I wish the Whalers were still in the league, man. I was a big Whalers fan. Uh, Hunch, once again, I can appreciate the Christmas Eve ticks. That game was so awesome. I'm glad you won them too, man. Awesome game. And I'm glad my tickets went to a rabid fan because those tickets deserve to have a rabid fan every time. Me too. Terrible Towel Profits going to charity. Always. Always. Hey, sweetie. How you doing? Yeah, you can come on over. My daughter's getting ready for bed. Evidently, it's it's pretty close. What time is it now? I think we're past time. Oh, I've been I've just been talking. Holy crap, it's 8.30. We have an hour and a half show tonight. I got to get off the air. My daughter's down here uh, saying hello. Her name's Viola. She's the biggest Steeler fan in the family coming up at it. Uh, so... Last times, last questions here quick before I jump off. Ryan, do you like warmer games or colder games? I like colder ones, but not below zero. Um, I don't like rain. That's number one. I'm fine if it's snowing. Um, but yeah, I'm warmer games. I can't have a game too hot because I won't wear, wear my suit. Can't have it too cold because I can't wear my suit. So right in the Goldilocks zone, somewhere between like 40 degrees and 70 degrees. And I'm in the money zone there. Um, Rome has the Bocelli great Steelers bar abroad. Awesome. Awesome. Rip Franco Harris, 32 immaculate reception. Definitely Ian. Well said Robert Don Dan was involved, but not yet making all calls, but he decided who was the last quarterback cut of the year. And Dan did admittedly always hold it against United that he beat Dan out in starting quarterback at North Catholic high school. Awesome tidbit. Thank you so much for that. Uh, night cope. Great show as always. Thank you. Cooley. I'll see you over there on the, uh, at the, at, at the, uh, on the flagship at Steeler nation over there in the football forum. Cause that's where we hang out and talk football. You guys want to talk football with us. I've, I'm in like five threads right now. So come on over. If you want to hear my opinion on a lot of stuff that we didn't get to, including my big opinions on Deontay Johnson, huge ones. <laughs> so guys, please go over to Steeler. Nate. If you want to, uh, the, the, sorry. The podcast is going to be on Friday. If you subscribe to us on youtube.com slash Steeler Nation, you're going to know when it pops up. You can watch it before we before we publish it because I record it live just in case something wrong goes on. I've got a backup copy. So that is, and sometimes I will even get to your questions if we don't have enough on Steeler Nation. But usually I just do the Steeler Nation questions. Uh, read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at Steeler Nation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. Follow the Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Or follow me, your friendly host, on the Twitter, on the Tickety Talks, on the Grams. Steeler Nation striker at SN striker spelled with a Y. Guys, thank you for joining us on the Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play vidcast network. I'm your host, G Striker, with Viola Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!